0: This is Terry thanks for listening. We We're going into back. our podcast love series on the We Love Wrestling spot. We have Duke Loves Wrestling. We talk to him about everything around wrestling. We find out why people talk about why people feel the same way they feel about Duke. We just get to know the man, you know, we have to go and we reach out to him. So our podcast love series, if you subscribe to the YouTube, youtube.com slash wrestling. Uh, we did this before, you know. We brought different content creators on, and we just talked about what they did in the wrestling world and their contributions that they did to the wrestling community. So we start this back up the Duke Podcast World Series Two. Duke loves the rap. Let's get into it.
1: This is the Duke hosting Duke Loves Rats and podcast, and listen. If Duke loves wrestling, you miss it. And you love the wrestling,
0: then we love wrestling. to the we love rescue spot my name is terry today remember i told you guys we was going to talk to some people you know a little controversy you know if if you know this guy you know he he's always popping up in controversial conversation he has some valid points but people just you know they they want to be controversial with him he's out of the boston area you know we come across each other uh, a lot of times a lot of things that he deal with i also deal with So it's only right that we bring him on the show. We are with Duke Loves Wrestling. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. And first and foremost, Terry, let me tell you something, man. We love wrestling. Fantastic program you have here. Shout out to all the folks listening and checking it out. You know, the Duke, I love wrestling. Not just wrestling, but wrestling. Wrestling. Okay, I'm talking the old school stuff, man. I'm a Ric Flair fan, man, growing up here in Boston, uh, which was WWF territory. So I've had an abundance of of Hulk Hogan and all that good stuff. But Ric Flair in the NWA, you know, that was really what spoke to me because Ric Flair was a real person. You know what I'm saying? He could lose and still come out and say, hey, I'm still the greatest. I still got all the money. I got all the women. I'm going downtown to party, baby. I can relate to that. You know what I mean? So so when I say Duke loves wrestling, when we say we love wrestling, That's what we're talking about. We're talking about not just what's happening today, but what happened in the past and connecting the two. That's right.
0: Well, that kind of was my first question. Why do you love wrestling? (laughs) What started your love for wrestling? You kind of just gave it to us. Do you got anything to add on to that?
1: Well, just, you know, I think it's interesting when we, we look at 2021 and fans of today, right? We live in a digital age. Everything has to be now. Give me it now. I want instant gratification. And unfortunately, people are too impatient. You know what I mean? I mean, we see it with, with uh, storylines and feuds. Folk don't want to see the same match four weeks in a row. They start complaining about it. Meanwhile, people like Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat feuded for years. Years. Macho Man and Hulk Hogan feuded for years. years. You know what I'm saying? So when we start thinking about... What made pro wrestling what it is today? Um, a lot of folks just don't have the patience for it, man, and that's unfortunate.
0: You know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. You know, in, in your intro talk, my first event, myself, and I'm about to age myself. I was I was a little kid, but the Great American Bash 1989. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, that was the first event. My dad took me to that right there. Like if there, like if people ask me like one thing that's like ingrained in my memory is that and then the uh skyscraper match between the legion of doom and uh world wars and uh midnight express those two things yeah. are like right here in the head like boom because mm-hmm. i'm an nwa guy I grew up down south so you know um i appreciate that so duke uh, let's get into it uh-oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> here we go now you know? let's get into it you mm-hmm. know um Follow you on Twitter and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like a lot of us, when AEW first started, had big, high hopes. Yeah. Then over time, you know, um, at me, myself, my hopes with AEW kind of been doing like this. Mm-hmm. And, and you're very vocal about that. And, and people get upset, dude. So let's talk about AEW, you know, because that's one of your favorite topics to talk about. Sure, sure. Well, listen, let me, let me say this
1: first and foremost, in order to understand where I'm coming from with AEW, you got to really understand who I am. Right. So a lot of people don't realize my background is in constituent services. So the idea from a state and municipal standpoint, working on behalf of others. If you're an elected official, you hire somebody like myself to go out into the community and figure out what the community needs and then deliver on that. So people who are out of work and they need help finding employment. Or, you know, your, your, your grandmother is being discriminated against at the senior building that she lives in. The streetlights are out, you know, things like that, essentially solving problems within that. There's a lot of advocacy. Right. So how do we get to a point where people are being treated as equally as possible? That means that just because you're a woman, you're not being getting less than what the men are getting. Just because you're LGBTQ plus, that doesn't mean that you're getting less than the cis people. Just because you're black, that doesn't mean your white counterparts are getting advantages over you. It's a constant moving target. And it's something that you can't let up on. You have to work at every single day. So that's my background. It's who I am. It's what I do. It's my life's work. Right. I come from a law enforcement uh, family and. My family, you know, both my parents, they were more about solving issues within the community as opposed to arresting away issues. You see what I'm saying? So actually get to the heart of why this is happening and find out solutions from there, as opposed to just lock them up and ignore them. So to understand how I approach advocacy within pro wrestling, you got to know that. This isn't a gimmick. This isn't a joke for me. This is literally my life's work. Everything that I do centers around advocacy. There are people being marginalized. I have a voice. I'm going to use it in order to elevate the issue there and and work towards solving it, not just point out a problem, but offer solutions and be willing to work with folks in order to apply the solutions. You see that? That's an aspect of things that I talk about that people ignore. I'm not just saying something's wrong. I'm pointing out what's wrong. I'm pointing out how it can be fixed, and I'm saying let's do it. So in terms of AEW, you have a company that has made a lot of promises, right? Yeah. We're going to we're gonna provide health care. Women are going to be treated equally and paid equally. We are going to solve the issue of why there aren't more black male wrestlers who are top stars in our industry. I don't know why. Cody Rhodes, I don't know why that is, but we have to figure that out. We have to solve that. We're going to do it. Tony Khan, I promise you we're going to do it. Right. So when you tell me that, oh, this is dope. Okay. I can get into that. I'm going to support that. But guess what? You got to deliver. So when you don't deliver, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm on you. And what I'm on you about is what you told me you would do. So it's not like I'm making it up. Right. This isn't my opinion. You said you'd give me A. Why are you giving me Z? What's going on here? Right. So that's what it's all about, man. And we know that the quality of what I'm saying is, is resonating because they respond to me. Tony Khan's been in my inbox. Okay. Cody Rhodes, you folks can look it up. He responds. It's not like what I'm talking about is invalid. It's not like I'm making up nonsense. This is these are legit issues here that they have to they got to do something about. And they don't have a choice. So my job, because I love pro wrestling, I love wrestling is to keep the pressure on because I'm advocating for those folks in the back who, after 10, 15 years, their body is broken down. You know what I'm saying? They got all these bills piling up. We know it. We get, we're get. we friends with wrestlers, especially from, the, from older generations. We see what kind of shape they're in today, right? I'm advocating for these folks now so when they get to that point, they're in better shape than their peers were previously.
0: That's the point there. Yeah, I totally feel you. You know, three things you name right now, y'all they shooting open three on them. Um, that was one thing that I looked at because a lot of people had a lot of things to say about you. And I'm like, let me actually go listen over here before I make my own, before I just listen to what y'all do. Cause I like to listen to what people are doing. Like something that everybody was just like, Oh, forget that you did it was when you uh that summary on chasing rants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Full disclosure, I had saw him at an event. I didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me later, like, that's the dude everybody be telling. I'm like, oh, that's him. That was they like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know his story. I know I didn't talk to him after someone told me that, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't bring him. I was like, somebody was like, well, bring him on the podcast and talk. I was like, uh I got a little backlash because some people heard I was at a event and he was there. So I was like, I won't bring him on a podcast like that because that might stop some stuff I'm doing. And then right. you, right? And I was like, <laughs> oh, Duke did it. Okay, let's see. And I listened to all three parts so I could get my respect. Own. Respect, respect to you for that, by the way. Nope, because a lot of people was like, oh, you gave him a platform and everything, but. Listening to you, you gave a whole like a disclosure before this. I'm not advocating for anything that he did, but we've never heard him talk. And people who got backlash, and I'm like, we sit here, and everybody loves Dark Side of the Ring. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Mm -hmm. all these things. But Mm -hmm. when you go and talk to somebody, they give you so much backlash. But 10 to 15 years from now, like if they do something on him, people gonna be like. Oh man, look, I watched it and everything. Well, do think that back then? Why ain't you? Okay, so I, I I'm just I appreciate what you do because I'm like, man, Nuke is going. He he's doing it like I I I, I I I don't think I could do it. But well, you did it, so. T and if you don't mind, first of all, I
1: appreciate it. I appreciate you saying that. Um, everybody has it has a role, right? Everybody has it has a role to play here, and. Never put yourself out there so much that you're sacrificing what you've built. Right. So I'm gonna say that to everybody listening. If you're gonna be about this the way that I'm doing it, then you gotta be all the way, you gotta be all in. That has to be who you are. You can't be half in. You can't turn back once you go out there now. Because yeah. there is no turning back, right? So you got to make sure whatever you're doing, you're very clear on where this is gonna go. I, I was canceled, right? People were saying, hey, don't talk to him anymore. Don't be on his show. Don't do this. They called Spotify, told them to take my show off of Spotify, all kinds of crazy stuff, man. I got doxxed. People literally looked up my personal information and was calling places. They called City Hall. Hey, you shouldn't hire this. You shouldn't continue to employ this guy X, Y, and Z, right? But here's the issue. I've been in the public eye my whole life, man. This is nothing compared to what I've already done throughout my life's work, because you got to remember, I come from government where it's advocacy. That means that you're talking to mayors, you're talking to city councils, you're talking to state reps, you're talking to governors, you're talking to communities, and you're saying yes or no on whatever, right? Your name is in the newspaper. This is nothing. I wanted to interview that dude because everyone has talked about him and talked at him and at the issue but nobody actually heard directly from him and what did i do and you heard it i just turned on the mic and let him talk and what did he do he exposed himself right so so good bad or indifferent and he he knew what he was doing he wanted to expose himself he wanted people to know his side there was no trickery or anything like that in relation to that there was no confusion and i told him i said look man i'm not your friend i'm not your enemy I'm just a guy that is going to turn on the mic and you talk. And he did it. You know what I mean? Now, the funny part about it is, and here's what the issue was, T. I'm a black man. I'm a black man, right? And I'm a free black man, right? I'm not asking anybody for anything. I'm not asking your permission. I'm not even asking you if you're okay. I'm doing what I know is right based on what I know is right, based on my walk with my faith and I let the chips fall where they may. People were very concerned and they are concerned with me in general because when they get upset, I don't, I don't care. It's like, I don't really care if you telling me you're not going to listen to my show because you don't listen to my show anyway. You know what I mean? I don't care if you, if you say that you're not going to be on my show, you were never on my show anyway. And if you were on my show and you said, you're not coming again, it's probably because I'm not doing something for you right now. Because people who come on my show, they level up. And that's a fact. Okay? Because I spend time promoting them and connecting them with other people and find other ways to continue to grow in whatever it is that they're doing. So I never paid attention to the backlash or took it seriously. I, I thought it was a joke. And that backlash lasted about a week. A week straight. Threats. People said they're going to they're gonna beat me up. They're going to kill me. I ain't no good. I'm everything but a son of God. But you know what happened after that, though, T? It stopped. And you know why it stopped? Because I started asking questions. Okay, your moral compass says that we shouldn't give a platform to somebody like this, meaning that we can't even interview the dude. We can't even talk to him, right? No problem. He just identified all the companies and all the people that he actively does business with. Some of these companies and some of these people you cover on your platform. Right. You you've built your entire career as it relates to pro wrestling around covering some of these companies and these people. Are you going to stop now? Because your moral compass now they're putting money in his pocket. I didn't pay the dude. Dude didn't pay me. I didn't even I didn't even put an ad on that episode, that episode. And and, and I can't even tell you how many listens I got on that episode. I didn't get a dime from. But that was on purpose because I knew I was going to get criticized if I did. Right. But the point is, are you going to walk all the way? Don't just say it. Be all the way about it. So if you're against giving this guy a platform, why are you doing business with AEW? Why are you doing business with WWE? Why are you doing business with all of the different individual wrestlers that he named, that he has relationships with? What's up? Right? They couldn't answer that. But you know why they can't answer that. The wrestling industry and everyone who covers it, and even these fans, they don't want to clean it up, bro. Because cleaning it up would mean they'd have to look at themselves and myself included to a certain degree and admit we're part of the problem. Because we support a lot of these reprehensible people who do these reprehensible things in life. And at the end of the day, to clean it up would mean to basically destroy the industry
0: because there's so many of them
1: in the industry. And that's a fact.
0: So many. And they, uh, they 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 so sneaky how they try to get involved and then dealing some people know stuff which I had a situation with you no. know this person is doing this stuff but you don't want to say the names and then it come out later and it's like oh uh like but you don't want okay so that that's just something I see him and being a black podcaster you already got a lot against you cuz people just ready to go at you. I mean, you don't care, but how is navigating through that cuz you have a successful show of nobody wants to admit that his show is very good. He's been put on my Spotify weekly list and I get that update there. It's about three others. But how do you how do you navigate through that, dude? You got to be true to the game.
1: And true to yourself. And what I mean by that is don't do it unless you, again, one hundred. you got to be about it. This can't be a joke. If you're going to take a hard line on anything, it has to be your true intention. can't just be a gimmick. It can't be a a phase or whatever, right? When I built this show, I reached out to the old timers. Again, people down on their luck. People having a tough time. And I had them on the show to talk about their life story and to give advice and things like that. These are credible people. That all the superstars go to and get trained go to for advice etc cetera, etc cetera. that's who vouched for me from the beginning so no one could talk about who i am or what i'm about because when you go talk to some of those old time especially year one and year two of duke loves wrestling they'll tell you duke did this for me duke helped me out with this i wasn't getting anything now i got bookings i'm selling books I'm, they're doing all these things because i stepped in helped them tell their story and then continue to support them after that. So because of that respect for the industry, that's the foundation. From there, it's all about, look, man, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for people. You, If you dox me, you look up my real information, which I don't hide, by the way. Can't. It's all public. You, you'll see me calling out everybody from, from Coca-Cola to, to, to the damn mayor of Boston. Everybody. You know what I mean? But what you also will see is a whole long list of people saying, Duke helped me get the lights turned back on. When I got evicted, Duke was able to find me and my baby's housing. You know what I'm saying? When my, when my my father passed away, Duke was able to get the entire Commonwealth to acknowledge that this person was a, a productive member of society and acknowledge them. Their name lives in the archives for the rest of the existence of the, of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. It's like, bro, I'm really about this. And as a black man, you got to build your own stuff because they will try to take it away from you, man. Of course they will. A lot of these folks, they don't even want to collaborate with us, T. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about these folks. They'll put up a Black Lives Matter sign. And yet when you reach out to them and you say, hey, what's up? Oh, man, you know, you know, there's all there's a lot of or They'll come on your show so they can talk to your audience, but they don't have you on their show. You know what I'm saying? So this is the other part about some of these folks, man, because I call them out. I don't care. And it's, and it's the majority of them are white men. So let's talk about that. The gatekeepers in the industry. Right. They don't want to collaborate with us unless we're on their payroll and making them money directly. They don't want to collaborate with us. So there's a whole lot of talented black podcasters like yourself who have to collaborate with other folk. But to step out. When's the last time Dave Meltzer had you on his show?
0: you know, they're not reaching out to us, bro. They, they are still like what we do right. or if we well, talk course. to somebody. They'll go grab that person after us. But as far oh. as... Oh, you, you've been in that situation too, huh? Listen,
1: it's <laughs> happened to me this past week. I just interviewed Rodney Mack, who's my man, right? Rodney and Jazz. Shout out to Rodney and Jazz. Those my people, man. You know what I mean? When... Oh, when, you did. when Oh, man. Yep. Go ahead. When, when, when the industry forgot about them, and everybody can Google it. When I mean, The industry forgot about them. I brought them on the show, and we put them right back up in the news cycle. People couldn't ignore the interviews that we that they did on my show. Right. Those are my people. The NWA, when they relaunched, because Jazz is on my show and it generated so much interest, Billy Corgan had to keep the title on her in the beginning and feature her, which was something he was not going to do. Shout out to James Beard, who's behind the scenes pushing as well. That's my man right there. But my point is my point. Those are my people, right? So I had Rodney on the show last week. A certain somebody, because they didn't want to cover Rod being on my show, just had Rodney on their show and then put it on their website. You know what I'm saying? Instead of covering the fact that he was on my – and they basically talked about the same stuff, which is the funny part about that. Yeah. So, so – but here's the – Rodney got the press, which is the, the whole point. That's all I cared about. But, yes, they will go out and undercut you rather than promote you that's what they do man. that's what they do
0: and I I had that experience with a uh, I won't I won't even put her out there but we talked about it somebody came on you know got me the most views I had on my YouTube and podcast person from us from another site wrote a comment on the video was like oh this is dope I should have her on and then deleted the comment two days later. And then I saw coming next week this person and I was like, "That that's interesting. But their interview did the same questions that we did, mixed a little bit more in there and then put it out on their website. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> yes, interesting. OK, yes, yes. But, yeah, yeah. we know what website. Yeah, I know what website we're talking about. I ain't going to put them out there. But, uh, but you know, but the, I, game, the game has changed. The game has changed a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you know. five five, six
1: years ago when i started duke loves wrestling right a lot of these websites didn't have a podcast and if they had a podcast they weren't doing numbers because they it just wasn't very good But i started having some of those folks on my show and other people started having these folks on their show and then those folks realized oh wait a second we can do something with this so that's why you see this podcast get covered on the websites especially the major websites they will not cover your interview. They will go back just like what happened to you, just like what happened to me, the same person you interviewed asked the same question then put it out like they did it. Scratch the so, name off the after the sheet of paper and then turn in the work and say that they, that's their work.
0: That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> what know? I asked, Darcy, because, uh, like you said, we both know wrestlers and, you know, the, the the black wrestlers are now telling like, hey, if I do an interview for you, I'm not Gary, give nobody else that interview. So when the people see this, if you go back on the YouTube to Wednesday, Mm. Tuli Lynn and Ramsey just got announced for NWA, the first participant in the tournament. We had her on the show. So, and she called, she looked at, hit me up, because we talked like maybe a month ago at the Black Mm. Wrestlers Matters, and she was like, are we doing next wednesday and i was like we can make that happen and then the announcement came out yesterday and i was like that's a good look right there then so you know Nature. people look at and Nature. do stuff like and someone's in my inbox because to just posted it and i just got a message talking about how did you land that interview uh you gonna have the first one so i'm like why why are you worried about me? You won't even talk to me or give me any type of. But let me say this, though. Duke. We do. This is our first time, like, really talking, but he did not send hookups and everything. If you don't know, Duke is like, I'm going to call him like a little godfather in this group we got because <laughs> he, he throwing stuff out to people. And I'm like, how can you not like this man because he's people are working together and we're trying to bring black podcast up and and duke is a major factor in that um so do appreciate that you're doing the work like i said you wanted to i started listening to your stuff and i go i went back over it and everything i was like man he got a lot of stuff on here and it got got some gems on there if you're not subscribed to spotify so get on that everybody i don't i don't tell everybody to go listen to everything because I work with the government too and my schedule's been busy, busy, but put him on your weekly list. Uh exactly. so, so Duke, what uh, gotta go there. Since you love since Duke loves wrestling, you know, old school wrestling. What's something that you love about wrestling here today? Before we do that, let's talk about this. Oh, if yeah. You know, you're you're a Thunder Rosa Mark. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I like Thunder oh, Rosa yeah. too. But well, what oh, yeah. will happen? thunder rosa versus la rosa neighbor
1: you know i'm very conflicted man those ladies man those are my that's my family those are my sisters right there you know what i mean um la rosa Negra, she gave me the definitive interview about what happened in japan between her and tess blanchard yes she
0: did
1: right where she went in 100 full detail like ever before about that incident you know what i'm saying that's my sister right there man and what's funny about that is year when it happened, she was supposed to come on the show, but she decided not to because she was afraid she was going to get blackballed. Three, four years later, I guess she was right because she was blackballed. Why isn't La Rosa Negra on TV every week? Because of that incident. Not because she can't work. She can work her ass off. Not because she doesn't appeal to fans. I've sent her out to people who are not wrestling fans. They love her personality. They love her presentation. She got blackballed because she had the audacity to stick up for herself against somebody with a name in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So that's my sister, man. Love her to death. Uh, Thunder Rosa. When she was in Wild Superheroes, man, I was in the whole Wild superhero series interviewing most of the talents over there and she came on and we had a very good interview. And we started interacting from there, and literally the entire journey through NWA, now Mission Pro. That's my system. When 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 Mission Pro wants to put something out, they come on do those wrestling for sure. We put it out, man. Those are my people. You know what I mean. So these legs, who are just—they mean so much to me. I'm terrified. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'll tell you this: I know it's probably gonna be a match of the year because the two of them are gonna leave it all out. No no doubt in my mind. Um, I think Thunder has been so busy because she's all over the place and she's still training MMA, by the way. She is? So La Rosa Negra may have an opportunity to take advantage of that. Thunder might be a little tired because she's overworking herself. That's who she is. She's a hard worker. She probably works a little too hard. She doesn't rest enough. So La Rosa Negra may have a little bit of an advantage. So, any, any of y'all in Vegas who wants to bet on that match, I'm saying La Rosa Negra may have a
0: little bit of a leg up, but we'll see. <laughs> like uh shout out to thunder rosa la rosa negra you know y'all like family to me uh thunder rosa knew her from a facebook group and like when she first started they was all like y'all should be on thunder rosa and i'm like who <laughs> she she just started who is this then you know start watching then yeah. uh, i like to call it the twisted sisters tour one of my favorite tours that they went on in the nwa met her at nwa finally face to face Mm -hmm. she was like oh man i do know you like it's cool but i wasn't doing no type of podcast and then then we started this and she was like one of the top list and la rosa negra met her in 2016 and when we reconnected last september she was like oh i do remember you and you know from there it's all good because i'm what you call one of them fans that used to just go to indie shows and they know my face taking pictures did that for so many years and now they like oh you talking to people they like yeah come on you always supporting when we see you. let's talk this that's out now. it's like dope. hey we here now, now so you know what that's really what it's about with me because i'm like man you get out here and you know people and they know this and that and you like okay uh like mission pro like he said, Look out for them, they are getting big, they're coming up on the one year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully, what I'm thinking is going to they already announced the tag titles coming, but they announced something else with them tag titles. And hopefully, they do what I think they're gonna do, and we'll keep moving. Now, dude, uh, ask you one more question. I ain't even, we had 30 minutes, I ain't even know. I feel like we only been talking about 10 15 minutes.
1: Listen, man, listen, we, we go way back, man, even though we we've only known each other a short amount of time but you and i are like we could be cousins man we go way back there's a lot of parallels there in a positive way which i
0: appreciate you for yeah and and that's appreciative too when you when i start doing this and then you see people and you like oh man they on they got like the same path there gotta connect with them um i think i first came up across you you know you was working you uh was doing a pot you was talking about aw and I was like, alright, let's see what he's talking about. Because, you know, a lot of AEW people who talk are you know. Yep. And then uh, you did the whole thing about uh, women's wrestling with Beat'em Up. And, you know, me and Beat'em Up, we was doing our thing before they had they, uh, before life happened to them. And, you know, shout out to them and the new baby. And, you I know, know I was like, wow. It's people who watch AEW who breaking it down just like we break it down when we sit and talk. Okay, let's see what else is going on. Then, Generation Championship Wrestling, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then, oh, I'm like, this guy's like, literally on the parallel, like before me, and I'm just coming here, and we ain't even know each other. So it's just a beautiful thing out here. It um, is. It is. I always ask this question. You know, you old school, but I always ask everybody, come on, this question, just to. See where they at. No right or wrong answer. The Rock or Stone The Rock. Definitely The Rock. Okay. Definitely The Rock. No right or wrong answer. You know what I'm saying? I, I just... I, I like people more when they say The Rock for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look too far into that.
1: People I'm just saying. You know um, what? I'll say, I'll say something, though, if I, if I can. I so prefer and a lot of people I prefer Stunning Steve Austin over Stone Cold Stunning Steve Austin was a working son of a gun that was a wrestler I mean legitimately that was a wrestler's wrestler when he got injured man he had to change his style I I never really liked Stone Cold Steve Austin I didn't mind him the Rock is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers we talk about his clothes we talk about the way he looks watch his matches man that dude could work that could work you know what I'm saying so I man, I love the rock that's that's
0: if y'all don't know about stunning Steve Austin please go back WCW from I think maybe like 90 to 93 or 94 it's Ronnie had with that dangerous Alliance that US oh Championship. that's some of the this yeah these are like that's stuff that's in my head because I was about I was I about I nine or ten, so you know, I was still really into wrestling. But Stunning Steve is somebody that you don't forget, and, sure. and you just know that that man can wrestle. But you're right, when he got hurt, that whole Stone Cold gimmick changed everything up. So, you know. know, Duke, we, you know, I, I do I do these and I keep them at like 20 to 30 minutes. So I feel like we could talk for like an hour or two, but I got for to real? say, this, um. I got to bring you back when, when we have them because this is just a spotlight. So I, I, I want to bring you back so we can talk like a little bit more and have some more time.
1: I would love to. I would love to. I appreciate you. Seriously, T. And, and, and you're definitely welcome on Duke Loves Wrestling. Uh, I would love to have you on that show and talk about the state of pro wrestling from your perspective. Because we need to hear more from, from wrestling fans, of podcasters, and couple. We did not heard from everybody else. It's time to hear from us, you know? So you got an open invitation, bro.
0: Whenever you want to do it, I I always tell people this setup about me. I've been a wrestling fan for so long. Um, I've been through like different phases. So, you know, probably back in 2014, I was like, I'm just gonna start going to the events and I'm crossing events off. And like, I haven't seen this match live. Let me see this. Okay, I got war games out of there. I got a bunkhouse stampede match out of there. I got a cage match. I got this and that. I started doing that. Um, the dinner situation in about 2018 and 19 um, hit a little bit closer to home because you know, I'm a black man. And it came to a point where we was at a show, me and my buddy and I won't lie to you, uh, we was front row. And we went through about an hour and a half of the show and we both just looked at each other and was like, what's up? And he looked at me, he said, you see anybody look like you? I was like, you talking about, no, no representation so far. And we just got up and walked out. So at this point, you know, I still enjoy and watch wrestling and everything. But if you don't have nobody in your company that looks like me i can relate to that my son can relate to we're not putting it on i'm about i'm about wrestling but i need the black wrestlers to get more shine the women to get more shine people think we're just a woman's podcast the women right now are keeping me into wrestling because the male the black male figures in wrestling they're there but they're not where they supposed to be so in fact know. Fact. So yeah, we can talk about the state of wrestling. Cause I'm I'm at that point. I posted something the other day said unmute myself. Cause I told people I'd never go on podcast. The people like, yo, we hear you talk. Come on. I'm like, ah, that's not me. But you know, I'm open more to it now. So you know, we can make that happen. All right. Uh, I'm gonna hold you to it, brother. I'm gonna hold you to it. Just let me know. So do yes, sir. this last thing we do. called the put yourself over moment. This is where you just let them know your social media, um, any ways they can listen to you. If you got any ways they can like support you, if you got merch or anything, we just ask for you to put yourself up. All
1: right. Well, once again, I appreciate being on the show. We love wrestling because I definitely do. I'm Duke Loves Wrestling. And if you want to check out the podcast, head over to Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, type in Duke Loves Wrestling, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, Social media, Duke loves wrestling Same thing. Send me a message. Let me know what you think. I'll even have you on the show. You know what I mean? Listeners come on the show and they can debate. They can they can take their position on whatever. I'm always welcoming folk on. Also, I have the Tell Us the Truth podcast. It's a partnership that I do with iHeartRadio. I interview people from all walks of life, elected officials, uh, people from the nonprofit sector private business owners, regular citizens like you and I. And we talk about systemic racism, how it affects people of color from all over the world and ways that they uh, address it and combat it. So once again, that's Tell Us the Truth. Once again, you can find that on all the different podcast mediums as well. We love wrestling. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, T, I got a lot of respect and admiration for you. Um, It feels good to see somebody who looks like me out here in this podcast game. And I know that we can collaborate and build together. Shout out to Our brother, uh, Brian H. Waters, he was really the person that put us together here. And, and that's, that's, you talk about the Godfather that he he's the, he's the, uh, Don, he, he's, he's, he's it right there. That's the real Godfather right there. Cause in his own very subtle way, he is assembling all of us and steering us in, the same direction in terms of building together and really letting folks know that black podcasters are around, especially in the wrestling industry, which means we can support each other and help redirect a lot of the systemic racism that exists in the pro wrestling industry. And I'm not just talking about between the ropes, I'm talking about business, I'm talking about the fans, what have you. We are standing firm and speaking up and saying, enough is enough with all that nonsense, man. Let's make it more inclusive. Appreciate we love wrestling. Appreciate all y'all folks listening out there.
0: No problem. Hey, shout out to Brian H. Waters. Uh mm-hmm. if you watched when we had him on at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, last year, you can hear the story about how I saw him on Facebook in two thousand thirteen just talking wrestling like he does now on his YouTube channel in our Facebook group. And I was like, When I got back into it, I'm like, look at Brian H. still out right? here doing so. He right, is right. the godfather, and he brings. Yeah, he done brought a lot of people together. So shout out to him, man. Matter of fact, since y'all listen to this, Brian H. He he threw he like I talked to Amber Rodriguez, but he reached out to oh, me because yeah. you know he control her stuff, and she got some new stuff. So next week for our women on Wednesday. We'll be talking to Amber Rodriguez and see what's going on with her. And that's through Brian H because he said he wanted me to come back on the show. So don't keep doing what you do. Oh man. I I see, I like this convo. If I man, you, so look, guys, <laughs> Duke loves wrestling. Everybody got wrestling. Y'all see some with the we love and wrestling coming later this this month, or maybe Yeah, later this month or next month, but you'll see some with We Love and then the wrestling at the bottom, and you'll know what it is. We're going to do something a little new out here, uh, a collaboration with somebody. So when I see wrestling, I I, I just love it. Uh, (laughs) But man, dude, thank you for giving us time. Next time you come on, I want to have Nicole. You know, she also um, is a big part of We Love Wrestling. So I want to have absolutely Shout out to Nicole. And, um, Maybe even top row squishy because she know who you are, Maddie. We see. Um, she knows who you are. So, yeah, I, you, it's certain people who you give names out to. Like, well, check them out if you want to do it, and you one of them names. You know, I don't give out too many names, but continue to do what you do. Can't wait till your next episode to hear. And guys, you know, thank you for listening to. Call this the podcast love series Two, You know, had people who had their podcast. We did the first one, this is the second one, starting off with Duke Loves Wrestling. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love we wrestling. We love wrestling. <laughs> it's too sweet. <laughs> Ooh, for the coach. appreciate you coming back and listening to our podcast and everything that we put up remember 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 make sure you subscribe to our youtube youtube.com slash we wrestling find us on instagram find us on twitter we l u v wrestling one all podcast platforms we are out here look out for more things to come YouTube has a lot of updates. Next week, we'll be back with Women on Wednesday. As always, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling.